0: Welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is Sarah Hart Unger, and this is episode number 31, part of season two, as we are still in the first part of 2021. And I have a great guest episode for you today. The first thing I was just going to mention before we get started with the interview is that if you have not started looking at a few choice planner icons i don't know planner people on instagram and you enjoy instagram then it might be something you want to look into there are definitely some big names out there and some i've featured on this podcast already like imani she goes by uh, the imani michelle as i mentioned she does a lot of beautiful cloth and paper products I love the work of Jen Plans. Uh, She uses a lot of Erin Condren and Moxie Life, and she always writes in blue. And I have followed for a long time Plan with Lakin. And you will hear all about kind of the evolution of her kind of planning career. I feel like her signature is very bold colors, gorgeous handwriting, and a focus on just positivity and goal setting. And she's very real as well. I have seen her host some sort of casual, I think it's like lattes with Laken, where she'll just kind of bear all. And I, I do admire that she is very open and just sort of willing to help others. And I love that. So I'm very excited to feature her. Obviously, we have a whole array of different kinds of guests on this show. But every once in a while, I do want to feature these big voices from the planning community. And that's why we have Lakin on here today. So without further rambling from me, here comes the interview. I am so excited to welcome Lakin from Plan With Lakin onto this podcast today. I have been following Lakin for quite some time, and she is a leader and a trailblazer in the online planning community. And I am just excited to hear what she has to say about lots of fun things. So Lakin, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hello, Sarah. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. As you mentioned, my name is Lakin, like Bacon. You can find me at Plan With Laken on all of the places. And I have been a member of the planning community for I don't know, five, six years. However, it feels like a really long time. Um, and about three years ago or so, I decided to start a YouTube channel. And that has been sort of my passion in the planning community for the last couple of years and really focusing on planning. And then I niche down a little bit more to focus on goal setting and helping you achieve your goals through planning.
0: Yes, and we will definitely talk a little bit about that today because I feel like you have started to help a lot of people with that, which is wonderful. But first, I kind of have to know, how are you managing to do this? And you still are also working a job. You are one of those unique unicorns that are really still doing both. And it seems like doing it very well. So share your secrets.
1: (laughs) Well, I appreciate the compliment. I will say I think it helps that I don't have children right now. So that definitely allows me for some more free time that I know some members of our community do not have. And I'll be honest, pre-everything shutting down, I was overwhelmed and I had way too much going on and I had very little free time. My calendar was either working my nine to five job, working on Plan with Lakin, and then social commitments when social commitments were a thing. And that was it. I had very little time for myself and for rest. And it I was reaching the point of burnout where it was not it wasn't gonna be sustainable anymore. And then luckily not luckily because obviously this is not not where we want to be I did not mean for it to sound that way, but for me personally, the benefit of everything shutting down was really that it forced me to rest because it took out that social calendar. It took that piece of my my calendar out. And so now I had this free time where I learned to rest and take time for me. And so now those are the three things that I, I'm balancing, right? My full-time job, playing with Lakin, and, and then rest. And eventually... Hopefully we will get back to a place where I'm going to have to, not have, not have to, but want to start adding back in the life outside of that. But I, I really learned in the last year that I needed to balance that. And so I've actually focused on the last year of putting in more systems and cutting back on some content and just really picking what's going to be sustainable for me when
0: life does get back to normal. No, that totally makes sense. And I should, it's funny because I mean, I I also work like this is not, but you're, the scope of your planning related job or planning related pursuits is much, much larger than mine. So I just wanted to clarify for our listeners that for me to sit here and say, wow, you have something and you're also working, like clearly that applies to me as well. But Lakin (laughs) is on another level. I mean, the amount of Instagram content and YouTube content and just her programs that she's putting out, which we're going to talk about, is just amazing. And I'm very impressed. So I wanted to talk a little bit about those systems that you've put in place to be so efficient. You know, I love it when I am booking dates with planners because I can book them in advance and I know <laughs> that they're going to show up. And yeah. I was like, yep, Lakin's like, I didn't have to remind her. She's just like, shows up right on the dot of when she was supposed to. So clearly your systems work. So tell our listeners right now, like, if you were going to kind of outline what you are using to stay together in two minutes or less, what would you say? (laughs) Oh my gosh, two minutes. Okay. I actually,
1: as of last year, started using a digital tool as well. So my first stop on everything is a Google Cal and I keep everything organized there. That is where all of my pre-planning is done. And that is where I keep things like this that I schedule weeks and even months in advance. The Google Cal also just allows me to be more realistic. So it allows me to break things down by hour in advance so I can see what I have time for and what I don't have time for. And so for example, when I schedule something like this before work, then I have to move other things around. And is that getting up earlier? And then I need to go to bed earlier the night before. It just allows me to see that movement of all of my commitments. And then it also allows me to see that white space and making sure that I'm leaving enough blank space on my calendar that I can fit in that much needed rest. And then from that, I go to a daily planner. I don't use a weekly planner anymore. I don't do that in-between transition. Each Sunday, I'll sit down and check in with my Google Cal, make sure that nothing is overlapping and I need to move anything around, make sure that it looks ready to go. And then each day, I set up my day in my daily plum paper planner, which is my goat. It is my lifesaver right now. I love that thing. And so each day, I'll check in. I will set it up in my planner. And I won't break it down by hour in that step because I. It's too much pressure. I like breaking it down by hour in the Google Cal so I can be more realistic. But then once it gets on paper, unless it's a timed thing, like this says, you know, 8 a.m. podcast interview, but otherwise it's just a list of all the things that I'd put in my Google Cal. I move it to my daily planner and then that's what I check in with on a daily basis.
0: That is awesome. And you also have a couple of other tools that it looks yeah. like you use regularly. So mention those as well. Yeah.
1: So I love also my Cultivate What Matters power sheets. They are my goal almost Bible, I want to say, I would not achieve anything that I do without that system. So that's also in my, you know, my planner lineup, essentially, I don't know if it's really a planner, but it's, you know, it counts.
0: <laughs> We've had that debate before. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? it's like, I don't, I don't know. And then I also have a work planner. So right now, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the best work planner for me. I'm using the Amplify planner. It works. It's a little big for my needs for my nine to five job, but I really needed something that was daily and hourly and and that's what has been working for me with good paper. That's just requisite and a coil. That's that is what I need in a tool. Good paper and a coil.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. And then I think you also have a fitness planner. If oh, I yeah, that's correctly. new. So I always forget to mention it. Yeah, I
1: just started using that recently. I mean, let's be honest. I bought it back in like October or November, but I didn't really start using it consistently <laughs> until January. And that is also a Plum paper planner. It's the me layout, I think is what it's called with custom headers. That I've customized to be fitness and wellness related.
0: Which is so creative. I love that layout, though. I've recommended that to so many like yeah. parents who are doing homeschool and like people who sort of have multiple spheres and they want a grid. I mean, it's just so flexible. And your use of it as fitness, it totally makes sense in the way you have the categories. So you'll have to check that out. Because I thought that was a very unique way of doing things. I find it interesting that you, unlike you, I actually, I don't know if you've heard of Ta- Cal Newport, but he's like, into the you know planning sphere and we had him on the podcast and he's so into time blocking, but I'm like you, I, w- I look at my calendar, but I can't really, I find it like if I really have to force myself, to, I'll do it. Like if I need to, but doing it on a daily basis, I find fairly stressful. So it's interesting that you are very similar. You turn your calendar into a list when you're actually planning out your day. And you should check out Lakin's daily plum paper. It is very beautiful. And the way that she uses it is very beautiful.
1: It's very simple. I I definitely don't do any kind of decorative anything. It is like bare bones. Like this is what I use it for. Oh, I totally forgot to mention. I also have been using the Moxie Life Planner as a memory keeper this year. Again, new to me. So not something I, I think about mentioning when I talk about like my day to day, I'm still really trying to find my groove with it. And I I'm behind. And then I'm like, is it even worth it? So I- I've done a few weeks. I'm still like, I'm still trying to dip my toes into that. But that's kind of where I'm trying to get my creative outlet and use all of the millions of planner stickers that I own.
0: No, that makes sense. Because sometimes it makes sense to corral them all into like one area of your planning. Well, I want to talk about goal setting. But first, I briefly want to revisit handwriting and pens. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm guessing I'm not alone in that what made me notice you, to start with, was your beautiful and very unique handwriting, especially how you make your S's. And I wanted to know, like, where did that come from? Have you always written like that? And are there certain tools that you always gravitate toward to help your handwriting look your best? Or are you like, there's somebody named Decade30 who I love her handwriting. She's got, like, famous handwriting. And she's like, oh, no, I use a Bic. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no-mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callend dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly, air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I, K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. What?
1: Anyway. Oh my gosh. No way. Never. Oh my gosh. No way. Um, there is not really, I, don't, I, I get that question a lot. Like, what's the story? Where's your handwriting come from? And honestly, I don't really remember. It, I don't. I can't think of like a time that I. that's how I started writing. I, I think handwriting for me, I just have always loved writing. And the more that you write, the better your handwriting gets, or the more it turns into what you want it to be. And that is because I've always been a writer and I've always wanted to write things, not even just plans, but I would rather make my to-do list on a piece of paper than on my computer. And I've always been a writer. I think that's really helped me develop a handwriting that I do really like. And I do get that a lot, that the first thing people notice is my handwriting. I think way back when, when I first started my Instagram, that's that's what helps people <laughs> follow me was that they liked my handwriting but I really love thick pens. I am a thick pen go-to. I My favorite pen in the whole world is a Papermate Flair. I would much prefer a felt tip pen that doesn't always happen on certain types of paper, but that would be my go-to. Always black ink. I don't think that really helps my handwriting because let's be honest, Jen DuForce handwriting is also fantastic, even in blue ink. And I, I have a really heavy hand and that can be a detriment when it comes to thin paper. That's why paper quality is so important to me but i think it does help me enjoy my handwriting more because i just i, don't know, I have a heavier hand and it's thicker and i just like the way it looks and then i also try to when i want it to look nice and i know i'm going to be taking a picture of it i write slowly if i write quickly my handwriting gets messy like when i write in the morning just for to, to journal my handwriting is a disaster because i'm just trying to write as quickly as possible and like get to the bottom of the page but when i'm Actually taking my time, that's when it looks the best.
0: If I was using a Papermate flare tip on a plum paper, the page would just be a black smear. <laughs>
1: no, I know it does. It does not work on the plum paper paper, unfortunately.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That makes me feel better. I'm like, no. maybe, I mean, I am left-handed, so everything is a smear and everybody who listens knows that I'm like very smudge conscious, but like, I was, wow. Okay, so what pens do you use on the plum paper? The Sharpie
1: pen is my favorite pen on the plum paper. I wish it was a little thicker but I do, it dries very quickly and it does not leave a ridging on the other side. Ah,
0: okay, good to know, good to know. That's actually, that's a nice, that's a pairing. That makes sense, I didn't really think about that. Okay, talk a little bit about your goal-setting methods and you can also talk about how you have started to like coach others and what does that look like and is that something you're gonna be continuing going forward because it definitely seems like that is picking up momentum and it almost seems like a little bit of a group coaching situation, which I think, I'm definitely convinced of the power of coaching, and that seems like a very efficient way to bring that to people.
1: Yeah, I get asked a lot, like, why did you decide to kind of focus on goal setting and what kind of started that? And I probably should work on a much better answer to that question, but in reality, it was just my personal journey. So a couple of years ago, I started really using the power sheets for the first time, and that's when I really discovered, A, the power of goal setting – and be the power of consistent goal setting. I mean, we all can say that we've set goals, we've set resolutions for, you know, however long in our lives, but until we actually stuck with it and stayed consistent, that's when I finally started to see results. And so I wanted to really just share what was working for me because I there were some light bulb moments in my goal setting journey that just made a difference and actually resulted in changes in my life. And I wanted to share that with everybody so that they could also reap the benefits of that. And so I started sharing it just in YouTube videos. And then I ended up resulting in a lot of questions and and people asking me for specific advice. And as much as I wanted to give that, like I mentioned, time is very limited. And so I wanted to make sure that it was valuable for them and for me to really take it to the next level of focusing on specific goal setting advice. And that is when I launched my Patreon community that is focused on helping the community with their specific goals, because everybody's goals are different. And I can sit here all day long and talk about my goals and what works for me. And that's a lot of what my YouTube channel is. But at the end of the day, if you don't have the same goals as me, which most people don't, they may have one or two, it's not going to be super helpful to them. And so I wanted to create a community that really allowed people to ask for feedback and get accountability and support on their specific goals. And then, like you mentioned, that group atmosphere is just mind-blowing. It is so amazing to watch the other women in the group support each other, give each other advice. You know, they find somebody else that's working on the same goal as them, and they pair up. This one pair of women, it was like, I think it was October. They walked a mile a day in October together. Together. I did air quotes as if anybody can see me. (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) They, they did it, you know, quote unquote together so that, but they just held each other accountable and they decided together in the Facebook group, that was what their goal was going to be. And they worked on it together and it was just so awesome to see them accomplish that. So as much as I know that my feedback and advice is really helping them, I also know that help and advice from each other is making a huge difference in their lives too.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. Cause you've built a community now of people following similar methods to probably some of their goals do overlap, and yeah. now that actually serves where they can find each other accountability partners. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, here's a fun question for you. I have noticed that sometimes you are unafraid to get political on your uh-huh. channels. I personally love it. I just, I'm like, yes, in like, standing up for what she believes, and usually it's the same thing I believe, so I guess that's convenient. But have you, has that been something you've struggled with? How do you deal with the pushback that you, I'm sure, sometimes get? What has that been like for you?
1: Yeah. The first way I like to answer this question is I don't believe everything, anything that I have shared on my platforms, I would actually categorize as political. Everything that I talk about and stand for is human rights and social justice. And it is frankly not political. It's not an, it's not an issue of politics. It doesn't matter which way you lie. A lot of people probably know I'm originally from Texas, so you can make all kinds of guesses about how I was raised and what my political affiliation is or was, but at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. What matters is that there are a lot of injustices in the world, and that's what I talk about on my platforms, is really standing up for what is right, and regardless of where anybody falls politically, and trying to do my very small part of what I can to help make a difference in those areas for everybody, because at the end of the day, it's going to take all of us. It's not just one group of people. It's going to take everybody working together to actually make it different than it is now. And so I feel like I have done a better job in the last year or so really doing that because, you know, a lot of things were brought to light and I felt compelled to use my platform that I was given for something more than just stickers and pens.
0: And I very much appreciate it. And I, yes, that's a very good point that, you know, some people may s- see things as political, but really it's human rights yep. at its very core. And thank you for doing that, Lincoln. I, I certainly appreciate it. And I know many others do as well. Tell me who your favorite people are to follow in the planning world. Oh my goodness. That is a, <laughs> that is a tough question
1: because I'll be honest, I have tried to switch a lot of my Instagram follows to be very focused on my specific goals. I like to follow accounts that motivate me for what I'm I'm working on in that moment. And that doesn't mean I don't follow planner people because I like to look at pretty pictures and I like to look at pretty handwriting and stickers and all those things. But at the end of the day, I when I go on Instagram, I want to be able to see my goals as I scroll. And I want to see somebody motivate me to move my body that day. I want to see somebody motivate me to be more confident. A lot of the people I really love to follow are kind of those like self-worth mental health kind of accounts that really have a bunch of quotes and make me excited to like keep going throughout my day. Man, that was not a good answer to that question because I didn't even (laughs) list anybody specific. I can't even like my brain. I don't even know more coffee is needed. Apparently
0: it is early. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, that's awesome. Okay. Well, Let's say somebody is just getting started with planning and they want to explore the world of your stuff. Where would you tell them to begin? And where would you tell them to begin in general? Because I get that question a lot. Like, I have no plans, my life is a mess. Where do I start?
1: Yeah, it can be super overwhelming if you just jump right into the planner community and then you end up buying a bunch of products and planners and stickers that you just don't actually end up needing or using. And that can be really tough. I would say It's going to sound so cliche, but start small with one planner. And I know that that's like, do as I say, not as I do, because I am guilty of buying a million planners in the history of my journey in the planner community. But I've also wasted a million planners in my history. And I would want nothing more than for other people to not have to do that. And so I would follow people that you feel like have similar lives and goals to you. Not to say that you can't get inspiration from other people. Once you've found your planning style, once you've figured out kind of what works for you, then maybe branch out a little bit. But starting with someone who has a similar life or similar goals to you, and maybe that is based on their job. Maybe that's based on their whether they're a parent. Maybe that's based on their age. I feel like age almost doesn't really have anything to do with it because honestly, it, our time and our days is way more about our commitments rather than how old we are. So that, that's my two cents there. But I would follow somebody that you feel like has a very similar structure of life that you would and then get ideas from them and then start with a planner. I wish more companies, to be honest, would offer like three or six month planners because as much as as fun as it is to commit for an entire year, it is so much more realistic to try something out for a couple of months and then decide if it works for you or not. And I just wish more companies would give that option so that people can try things out more and decide if it works for them. So try not to buy all of the bazillions of things until you figure out what system works for you. There's a balance between inspiration and overwhelm, for sure.
0: So start small, pick one product, treat it as an experiment, and look for inspiration from others who kind of have similar similar planning needs. Yes. Oh, that's a good way to describe it. Planning needs. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, when I first joined the planner community, I followed all the normal people. But be honest a lot of them are moms. And so they would post things and I'm like, that is not my life. Like I am not doing those kinds of things during the day or in the evenings or the weekends. So that's not what I need. And I tried to develop a planning style based on somebody else's setup that wasn't even remotely similar to mine. And that, you know, probably resulted in more time to figure out my own system than I needed, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) That is okay. Life is just one big experiment and we're, we're always doing iterations. And I think the planner community is like, it's almost like we have physical manifestation of those experiments that everybody goes through otherwise <laughs> through our <laughs> stacks of, of planner experiments. Right, that just I love sit, it. sit around. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome, Lake. Well, I was so excited to have you today and this was wonderful and lived up to all my wildest planning dreams. So tell our listeners where they can find more of you.
1: Oh, Thank you so much, Sarah. So you can find me at Plan With Laken, L-A-K-E-N, on pretty much all of the platforms. I mostly hang out on Instagram and then YouTube every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I will upload new videos. And then I also have Patreon. So Plan With Laken on Patreon. It's, actually, it's Goals With Laken. I completely messed that up. Should get better at my own promo spiel, but Goals With Laken on Patreon, where I can help you be accountable to your specific goals, instead of just talking about my goal
0: setting journey. Love it. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day at work. (laughs) Thanks Sarah, you too. Well, that was so much fun. I love talking to people who are as passionate about planning and goal setting as I am, and those who have, you know, managed to really build something out of it, as we are of course doing here as well, but Lakin is certainly doing on a very grand and amazing scale. And I think it's wonderful. So as you know, uh, you know where to find her and you know where to find me. As always, the show notes are available on my blog, theshoebox.com, and just click on the best laid plans icon at the top of the page and you'll see all the show notes listed with pictures. I will feature some of Lakin's links to her YouTube videos and some photos as well on the show notes for this week. And don't forget, you can actually leave leaving me an audio question. I am still on the lookout for some great audio questions. So if you'd like to hear your own, voice on Best Laid Plants. Just scroll down on that episode list page and you'll see a link to our speak pipe and you can leave me an audio voice question. So very excited to feature your voices on this podcast. If you've always had a question for my other podcast that I do with Laura Vanderkam, Best of Both Worlds, here's an insider secret. You could also use that SpeakPipe icon because they're both going to come to me and I could put it wherever it belongs. So there you go. Some some behind the scenes information there. You can also find me at the underscore shoebox, S-H-U-B-O-X, on Instagram, as well as shoebox underscore plans. Have a wonderful week, and we will be back next week with some more planning fun.
1: This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network.
0: Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices. Amplified.